12-sided stories is for mature audiences and often deals with topics that may be difficult for some listeners. Discretion is advised. Episode 9 of Unquiet Blood Hellfire, a game of Vampire 5e. I am your GM, Mac Beauvais, and I have some players with me. Let's start with Wes. Hello, I am Wes Otis, and I am playing Simon Vance, a Notesferatu who is trying his best to figure out all of the different angles and which path to take. Hey, I'm Michelle, and I am playing Blanca Santos, who uh, is the Tremere consultant on all things magical. Hello, I am playing Trix Poole, and she's the security gal with some mama issues. Hello, I am Buja playing Malice, the headline performer at the Hellfire Club and in charge of the rest of the talent. Before we start, please consider supporting the show through Patreon or on coffee.com spelled K-O-F-I. Now, on with the show. So on episodes previous to this, we had a lot of email hacking going on, actually. We had the digging in of Rafi's emails and finding out the name Dahlia Rosier, who is the head of the Sokar Company and therefore Hellfire. We also had tricks going and playing fake IT phishing scam with Jerry George, who is the lawyer for Niven's company, Old Bloods, because they're real creative, and has been digging through that. There was a threat on Tomas's life. That would be Malice's assistant. So Blanca is looking for a protection spell. Thinks that she found one, but the roll didn't go so good. So mm, who knows? And then we had Simon who was working with former Inquisition member Susan to dig up some information and gave him an address for Julia Poole, Trix's quote unquote mother. Oh, and the soft opening for the club is two nights away now because y'all had not enough stress going on as it was. Tick tock, tick tock. <laughs> tick tock, tick tock, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the same thing. <laughs> I believe we left it where everybody was at the club for the evening. It was still not too late into the evening when Simon received this information. And that's where we're going to pick up is Simon having received this address. All right, so I want to see if I can speak with Trix alone, if that's possible. Walk over and say, you know, Trix, can I just have a moment of your time? Of course. I'll follow you around the hall or something around the Yeah. <laughs> and I say, so how 
connected to your sire are you? I mean, are you loyal to her at all, or do you wish that she would go away? I wish she would go away, yes. Well, she could be the first linchpin in Crypt Club that we could pull to unravel them. And I have their address. So what do you say? Maybe we could get the other two involved and cause some havoc. I like that idea. I think uh, as long as we're very aware of the danger we're toying with, it would be lovely to see her out of the picture. Absolutely. I do possibly have a nuclear option that I could use on her, but it's dangerous for all of us and I don't want to get into it. But I think that all four of us working together, we might be able to take her out. We should definitely speak with Blanca and Malice and get their take and see if they're, you know, willing to join. We can um, massage our alliances a bit and uh, actually come together and annihilate this threat. I think a lot of things in the future will be smooth sailing. We could even possibly count on him, Rafi, as a ally in this as well, if presented. But let's talk with the other two first and go from there. Good, good job, Simon. I'm very impressed with the work you've been doing. Thank you. So let's go and get Blanca and Malice and, you know, go to a room we know isn't bugged. Follow me. (laughs) (laughs) Basically info dump what I just said to Trix, you know. So what do you all think? I mean, yes, removing Trix's problem would have a benefit, but do you have a plan or are you just planning on storming the castle? Oh, no, I'm not a storm the castle kind of person, but I figured being a group coming up with a plan would be better than just one of us thinking we know what we're doing when it comes to fighting an older vampire. I figured, you know, if we work together, it might be easier. Yeah, we were figuring the plan forming would happen now, uh, if you are agreeable to the plan. <laughs> to the to the <laughs> idea. <laughs> we have to plan quickly because we have a soft open in two days. So whatever it is we're going to do, we need to figure it out soon and execute it soon. Do you all think that we should tell Rafi about the idea and see if he wants to throw resources at it? Or should we take our own initiative and deal with it ourselves? I wonder if Rafi might have some insight on vampires of his own age. Side note, is Rafi most likely as old as Trix? Older than, than Trix is. Older, older, awesome, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I wonder if Rafi would feel a little more empowered if we uh, bring him into this plan. He's certainly been floundering as we've seen. Yes. I think that he uh, he definitely would have insight into how to completely annihilate this pain in our ass. I, I agree. I think that bringing Rafi in now would be wise. We don't want to go off killing older vampires on our own without sanction, because that could come back to hurt us later. Might look like that whole San Diego debacle. Exactly, exactly. Plus, I mean, you know, you guys are right. He could throw resources at it because just the four of us, I don't think that's 
enough to take down someone of that stature. Truly it is. I'll speak from experience. I've seen her clear, well, I've seen her decimate people and things that should have been impossible to. So I do believe we can put up a formidable force with that extra boost. Of course, we're going to have to appeal to his ego. I believe either, and I'm looking at Malice and Blanca, or Simon as well, a little half glance. The three of you are a bit more skilled in that way of uh, charm. So perhaps we could start there. Malice, what do you think? You've been quiet this whole time. I mean, yes, it makes sense that Rafi would have more information on the thing that has him proverbially messing his pants. But how long do you think any of us would last going to Rafi and saying, oh, and by the way, we have all this information and we were, you know, we just happened to know that the super secret name of our boss is the ex-lover of the super secret boss of the club next door and oh yes we definitely did not gain that information by hacking your email well i don't think that first of all the information about where the security head of security lives is something i found out and that's separate from the email so we don't have to give up our entire hand we just give up the information that we know will help further our cause we don't have to tell them everything. I think I can phrase it in a way that makes it look like we just did a little digging and figured out the basics of a small portion, and then we strike on that. We can always also say, because we're not supposed to know who our boss's boss is, we can always say, well, you know, the head of the, the crypt club, Niven, apparently has an ex-lover, uh, someone named Dahlia, right? We don't have to say we got that from emails. We could have gotten that through the grapevine very easily. I really don't think we need to say any of that. I think we hold that back for when we need it in the future. If we don't give up all your, your ammo, you know, like. Hmm. For once, Simon is correct. Broken clock and all that. But the less we bring up, the better. Yeah, absolutely. I don't even think we should mention that it's Trix's sire, to be honest. I, I do feel like that would be for the best, assuming you don't want Trix to die a true death immediately. Yeah, I think we should avoid that too. Yeah. Okay, so if we're all in agreement, let's see if we can set up a meeting with Rafi right away. Because the other bonus of all this is we can't, unless he has this master stroke to be able to, to make this happen tomorrow night, it's going to cause us to push the soft opening uh, a couple of days and give us a little breathing room on that front as well. So I think that's a win-win all around. I mean, I have already arranged with all... I mean, I understand that you don't know what goes into managing this much extreme talent, but we are all set for the soft open. Okay, then there you go. And it would actually be problematic to then go back and especially while the Crypt Club is still attempting to poach our people to then put ourselves in a weaker position than we already are. Constantly changing our minds makes us look like prey. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that you had already finished everything. You're being very productive, which is not what I'm used to. Um, let me 
No, I mean, I understand that the way that you operate is very different. <laughs> Trix just rolls her eyes. Okay. Let's move so, forward. <laughs> I'm like, wow, this beef makes the one between me and Trixie seem petty. <laughs> There's a slight knock at the door. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> and Stuart pops his head in and, hey boss, uh, can I see you for a minute? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'll be right back. Kind of waved at everyone in the room, and I step through the door. Uh, I hope I'm not overstepping bounds, boss, but I got a little nosy, and you had those emails sitting out, and uh, just uh, started parsing through them. I know you wanted me to do some digging, but I just wanted to make sure you know Niven's trying to buy the Sokar company. Like, a takeover. The whole... Just Niven? Well, his company so he has he made an offer yet i'm still going through stuff but it seems like they're looking to do some kind of a more hostile takeover but details were sort of vague huh okay this is getting way more um i don't know you say roman (laughs) way much more (laughs) this is getting very complicated i'll just say that uh machiavellian (laughs) Very, how non-Euclidean. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Wow. This is quite dramatic. Okay. Well, you know, first of all, no worries on the extra snooping around. You know, I, uh, I employ you for a reason. I just pat him on the, on the shoulder. Good job. Uh, let me know if you find out anything else details wise. I'm, um, I'm going to go ahead and just share it with the crew. Things are really picking up around here. I kind of like look down the hall. Is somebody lurking? Listening to me? I'm gonna assume no. <laughs> Stuart just goes, uh, yep. I'll, uh, you know where to find me. Alright. Stay stealthy. <clears throat> go back in the... I'm sorry. I just got this image of the, like, the Dasekis man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Stay <laughs> stealthy. <laughs> It's like a ninja's tagline. (laughs) (laughs) That's my next role. Um, Okay, so I'm just sorry. I just realized my the show I'm doing. They're gonna have me doing shit like this. So this is a bit of a character prep, anyway. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, um, the I am this character basically. All right. (laughs) So I walk back in the room. I'm just gonna share exactly. Looks like Niven's making big CEO moves and is actually trying to purchase or take over the Sokar company outright. So, shit's real. It kind of makes me a bit more excited to mess stuff up knowing this is about to happen. True. All right. Well, let's go and talk with Rafi and hit the first domino. I'll uh, regroup up in my office and uh, yeah, I'll be there until you guys are done. Okay. You don't want to go with us for the meeting? Usually you're there. Usually, but since this involves my sire, I'm a little concerned. (laughs) Well, remember, we're not going to mention that part. It'd be weird not to have the head of security there when we're about to do something that has the head of security all over it. It would be suspicious. And we don't want to be suspicious. Any more than we already are. (laughs) Just don't be suspicious. Yes, that song just went straight into my head. I do. I can't try to be serious. Gosh, damn it. Jenny Slate, you brilliant actress, you. All right. Okay. Uh, I'm going to mostly keep my mouth shut, though. 
That's fine. You usually don't talk a lot anyway in those things, so. Yeah, well, I don't want him prying anything out of me. True. All right, so go upstairs or... Mm. Yeah, how are you going to approach Rafi for this? How do we summon Rafi? <laughs> I call up Josiah and I say, we found out some more information about the security over at the Crypt Club and we think we have a plan to gum up their works and we'd like to talk to you and Rafi about it. Well, can you can you brief me on it a little bit first so that I'm prepared to talk to the problem at hand? I don't know if you're aware, but uh, a night ago or two nights ago, we had a body left in front of the club. Now, Trix did a wonderful job and got rid of it right away, but it was a warning from the Crypt Club saying that, you know, it was only a matter of time before they shut us down. We found out that the person that sent that warning was their security person who happens to live at an address that I was able to find. So I was thinking that we could deal with her, this, their security, and cause an issue for them. Yes, I, I see. Uh, I, I'm a little disappointed in the lack of transparency here, you understand, with me, you know, because we're like bros. Um, of course, sir. But the club comes first. Um, don't tell Rafi I didn't know any of this. We were just trying to figure out all the pieces before we brought it to you, sir, of course. We we didn't want to stir the pot before we knew what all the ingredients were. Yes, well, cooking aside, uh, meet me in the big conference room. I'm going to get, um, uh, I'm going to see if, if Rafi's available. Uh, will do. We'll meet you there. Okay. And he scuttles off Pryuge. <laughs> okay. Sorry, cooking aside. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. That worked well. So uh, you all go to the conference room then? Mm-hmm. All right. A little while later, Josiah comes in looking stressed, but trying to manage it. And Rafi, who looks like a vampire that hasn't eaten in days at this point, comes in. He just, he looks like a mess. And he sits down and he's like, okay, so Josiah filled me in that there's some stuff I need to know about because apparently there's more stuff I need to know about and this had better be important. Well, it's about our, it's about the Crypt Club, sir, and their attempts to close us down. We didn't come- And Josiah cuts you off and jumps in and starts relaying exactly what you said so that he's sounding more like he's in control of the situation. Of course. And Rafi is stone-faced through this. This is the absolute last thing that we need. We need to see to it that this threat is squashed immediately. Well, that was the suggestion from Josiah, so I we tend to agree. What resources do you think you need to take care of this? Well, sir, we felt that being someone of your stature, you might have some insights for us so that we can deal with the problem correctly. I am busy trying to get a goddamn club ready to open in two days. I have my boss breathing down my neck and I don't have time for this additional problem. This is something that you all have figured out and I need you to handle it. I'm willing to allocate resources, but you've shown that you're scrappy enough to figure it out. So I expect you to continue to figure it out. Of course we can do that. 
and uh, we will keep Josiah apprised of our progress. Good. Take care of it. Let us know what resources you need. I don't have time for this. Thank you, sir. I'm trusting all of you. I hope you understand exactly what the weight that sentence carries. Trix has just been nodding. All right, we do. So we'll get on it. Now? Yep. Oh, is he is he going to leave or are we supposed to leave first? He just, he gets up and like almost knocks the chair over getting up so quickly and stalks out of the meeting room. And even Josiah looks taken aback at this point. Well, that that went away uh, an interesting way. Uh, how, how can I support? I'm going to ask you, Josiah, when was the last time Rafi fed? I don't believe that's any of my business. It might be if he, uh... He just looked a little gaunt. Yeah, it might be your business if uh, he gets hungry enough. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't expect all of you to understand the pressures of upper management and the things that we do to uh, see that the ship is righted and sailing straight. And frankly, if I asked Rafi, he'd probably bite my head off. I'm not saying ask him. I'm saying maybe just, uh, you know, go in and offer him a mug. Um, that's more Simon's arena? I will do that if you want me to, sir. Uh, would Simon survive that, though? Most likely. And maybe maybe a mug might not be enough. Perhaps one of the, uh, do we have any leftover uh, thralls, detritus? What do we call them? Look, I think our best uh, our best thing would be to deal with the problem at hand and take some stress off his head, then trying to figure out. So we have to figure out what kind of feeder he is. And who knows? He might be out there. He might like to feed off people that are sleeping and feed off their feet or something weird. So we don't know. And uh, we should just deal with the problem at hand. Yes, I... It seems you're all very resourceful. There has to be something that can be done about this problem that doesn't involve Rafi, which, uh, yeah, he's he's under a lot of stress. We're going to need weapons and bodies, I believe, like other vampires that maybe some, maybe we can recruit some, you know, those faux vampires that we're always talking about. And the ones that aren't actually 100% vampire, they're vampire light. The thin blood? Yes, them. We could maybe recruit a couple of them to throw and storm the castle. I don't know. The one thing I know is that she is prideful. So we probably will not be working with a lot of extra bodies at her location. Perhaps a few. She's been known to keep some thin bloods uh, around, but there won't be any army. However, she will have tech security and that's one thing we need to neutralize so we are going to need to do light reconnaissance before we enter i can along with stewart attempt to puncture her technological wards but physically that will be a whole new story if we could all or at least if there are multiple attackers at once she can handle that but if we're prepared with honestly mind games and stakes I think we can do it. I have perhaps a weird question. How did you find out where she was located in the first place? I did some digging. I uh, called some contacts of mine and paid some money to find out where she lives. Could they help us? They're more in the finding out where someone lives. I mean, I guess I could find out if they had the knowledge of maybe any security measures 
The problem is time though, because uh, at this point we've got the soft opening in two days and I would imagine that it would be better we get we deal with this before those two days are out just in case she decides to do something to mess with us on our opening which we don't want and it's very possible absolutely almost guaranteed tricks do you need like a van for this or i just need a vehicle that can shield our network sniffing devices and that could be either a van or an suv okay Unfortunately, the only one that we have in our fleet is perhaps a little less stealthy. The the Hellfire Mobile has got a lot of branding on the side. Yeah, that would be very bad. Right. So maybe I'll just take Stuart's car. We could rent one. If we have time for that. Uh, not tonight. It's not going to happen. I mean, we're almost. It's almost time for us to retire. Um. Okay. Well, yeah. We. Well, there's got to be at least another car in the fleet that we could use. Yeah, I can just use somebody else's car. We've got uh, a buddy with a nice uh, hatchback, tinted windows. It almost looks like a hearse, but... Uh... Josiah, don't you own a 1972 Cadillac? I mean, those are pretty big. You want to take my car? Well, I mean, I think that it, it's large enough to hold all the, the stuff, and yeah, why not? Yeah, but that thing is... Carry. It would be in the best of hands and for the best of causes. Yes, if you lost that car during this particular mission, but we were successful, you would look amazing in the eyes of Rafi. Let's do a roll about it. Does somebody want to do a convince roll? Because it seems like that would be really fun right now. <laughs> yeah, what of you two? I don't know what's going on anymore. Okay, I'll, I'll do it. Uh, what do you want, persuasion or manipulation persuasion and uh i guess manipulation that will be eight dice holy crap yeah oh, you're gonna you're gonna need it's difficulty sixes um you need a couple successes okay no i made this character for this kind of shit <laughs> wow let's see i have a 10 a six and a nine holy shit Josiah kind of sighs, reaches into his pocket, and hands you the keys to his car. Not a scratch. We will do everything in our power to make sure that there's not a scratch on it. And I'm going to assume every vampire has a car with tinted windows. Like, I just realized that's probably very much... Of course. Par for the course. All right, cool. So, uh, all right. Uh, yeah, we can, we can haul the... Uh, the old modem and whatnot in the back there. Probably going to be me and Stuart, right? Everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's going to do their own thing. All right. Please continue. <laughs> I was just going to say with his car in mind, I imagine that it still has an eight track and he has like <laughs> the carpenters and shit in there because he hasn't advanced past the 70s when he was turned or whenever. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I can smell the mothballs. <laughs> exactly. Interesting. The recording of Convoy is in there. It's yeah, not good music from the era either. It's all terrible. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. It's uh, as as soon as I get the go ahead, uh, Stuart and I are gonna load in some equipment in the back, put a towel down, make sure we don't you know scrape the leather or <laughs> whatever. Um, and yeah, if uh, no one stops me, I'm gonna continue and uh, get ready to head out. You have enough time to prep tonight to okay. leave tomorrow night. 
Got it. Well, then, yes, I will prep everything, make sure it's all ready to go. And um, yes, that's that's all I need to do. All right. If there's nothing else anybody else wants to do for this evening, we'll skip to the next night and start with our usual rouse check. And that's a seven. Apparently, this is just not a hungry campaign for me. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be in general. Ten. Ten. Nice. I'm still a little full from last night. (laughs) I got a ten as well. Me too. Apparently. Five, so I just missed it. All right, so add to your hunger track, and then if you're going to do something about it, that's up to you. Obviously, I I, I drained someone because I got a 10, <laughs> so I'm fine. <laughs> right? I'm at two hunger. That's fine, though, now, right? Or do I start getting affected? Oh, you're at two? Yeah. You could get a little hangry. Okay. <laughs> not, not real bad, but... Enough that you, it's noticeable. No, okay. Hmm. Well, I guess if everybody else is fine, when I rouse, when I get up, I'm kind of like, ugh, feeling really anxious about what the hell we're doing today. So I'm kind of like stomping through the apartment. I want to see if, if anyone is up. Are they asleep? See if I can maybe get a snack in. Yeah, it's Ben and Tamara, right? Yeah. There is a note on the fridge that they've gone out to see a show. They went to go catch a movie. <laughs> Shit. Uh. It also makes me think a little bit about Julia, but I can't stop them from living their life. But I am now aware that that's... <laughs> that does make me a bit worried. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Uh, I guess I stay hangry. Maybe I can get a sip of something at the club before we get out, but I just get ready. I'm also, let me, is there anything amiss in the apartment? Can I roll for that? Just to make sure. Julia did break in in the past. Yeah, it doesn't seem like anything is amiss. It's just seems like they've empty, gone out. Okay, well, I guess I'll just get ready. Just to make your life more complicated. I feel that. Uh, Yeah, so I'll just strap up my usual uh, equipment and weapons and uh, I'm gonna get out of there. One thing, I don't know if this is the best time for it or if you want to wait a minute but before we all go together to, I guess, storm the castle. Yeah. Uh, I want to tell Tomas to go somewhere safe, like new hideout, probably a new identity very soon, maybe a new Tomas very soon, but that one I'm keeping to myself. <laughs> but in the meantime, I also want to just, since we've been secreting Joelle away, um, at the Hellfire Club, and I've had a night to ruminate on it, and, you know, I will just give a little message to Stuart in security, and I'm like, well, you know, it's best if we plug that leak. I think we've gotten everything we can from her, and the, she was right. She's a mediocre at best performer. You did, I didn't think you kept her there, though. I thought we did, because otherwise, I mean, if she left, she would be dead. In which case, I guess, like, that's... Well, I think that was the whole thing is that I think you you did let her go because she gave you the information you wanted and then she left very nervously Um, because I assume she probably just left town. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's fine, I suppose. Really. I've been spending too much time around tricks. I'm starting to get morals. I'm going to secret Thomas Thomas away for the moment because I know that he's a target and that would be really, really frustrating and a lot of work to deal with and I would prefer not to. <laughs> Fair. All right. So is it just going to be Stuart and Trix going out to surveil? I think that we're going to show up, maybe park further away and then wait for, 
I guess we would take some kind of communication to be able to talk back and forth, but just wait far enough away and see if we can approach the building at all. Now, the question is, is she even going to be here at night or is she going to be because we have a soft opening tomorrow night, correct? So we have to do it tonight. Yeah. So then we all need it's uh, all happening. We just have part one and part two <laughs> of the same night. So part one, we got to shut down electronics and see if we can even get in there and if she's even in there. <laughs> and then I guess part two is then finding where she is and attacking. At some point, that's going to be... That's going to have to happen. It's just whether or not it's if we have an advantage or if she has an advantage, you know. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you all go over to the address that you were given, and it is a condominium building, the kind where it's sort of like four units for the building. And hers is one of the upstairs units. There is a security gate over sort of the shared walkway entryway to the four different front doors, but it's hard to really see without getting closer if there's other security devices in play. What are you going to do while you're there to surveil? Are you going to try and tap into stuff or what? what's the game plan for this surveillance? Because there's going to be a role about it. Yes. Okay, so Stuart and I, since we've got like our kind of like network sniffing stuff and uh, things to basically see if there's un unseen security around, uh, I want to set that up in the car. Just you know, set that up, and basically we're gonna see if there's like a security camera network. Which usually people leave those unsecured. Listeners, if you got an IP camera, freaking secure that stuff. I see them open all the time. I look at them for fun sometimes, but then I'm like, this is creepy. Seriously, secure <laughs> that with a password at least. God. A PSA from Saint. Don't let her be creepy. Lock down your no. stuff. Help, help her not be creepy. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just like, I'm like, no way is this unsecured. And then I'm looking at someone's backyard. I'm like, what? It's crazy. Anyway, so let's see if Julia does that. We're going to do an intelligence and technology roll. Uh, difficulty is going to be sevens, and I'd like to see two successes. All right. So I got five for that. So hopefully it will be in my favor. Uh, you said sevens, right? Yes, please. All right. Let's see. Please. Oh, okay. I got a seven. I got a. Oh, that's a six. I got a ten. And oh no. Oh no. What? I only got two. Wait. Did I, two. Yeah, successes? you're fine. Yeah, two oh, successes. Oh, I thought it was three. There definitely is a security system that you're able to see, but you're not able to tap into it because, as you aforementioned, like you learn from her, so don't <laughs> yeah. leave unsecured networks. But there is definitely a camera security system. I would like to do an extra good vision scan for my vampire eyes. Well, here, let's do um, let's do a wits and awareness roll. Uh, how many dice do you have for that? OK, I've got two on wits and I got OK, so it's five again. Three on awareness, two on wits. Five. OK, it's going to be same difficulty as last time. OK. All right. Please don't fail me now. It'd be funny if it's like I can't see, but I can use the computer. <laughs> okay. You said two? Yes, please. Oh, shoot. I only got one success. Damn it. There's something in my eye. <laughs> With one success, 
I will tell you the thing that you notice is not what you expect to notice. There is parking spaces for all of the residents. There is a car missing. There are three cars parked and one empty space. Okay, okay. So somebody's not here or has parked their car around the corner. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to note that to Stuart. Obviously, he already knows about the camera thing. Um, and I guess uh, in this version of this of this event that's happening, do we still have uh, like Simon or somebody nearish by or are they still at the club? They're uh, in another vehicle down the way, I believe. Yes. Okay, cool. So let me just relay that to them. I'm just going to let them know, hey, there's a camera system. And it looks like somebody could show up because there is a car missing from an assigned parking space. Just wanted to let everybody know. And I guess there's nothing they need to say to that. So I have a question for you, Trix. What if you were to break in, but break in in a way that she saw you? We're, we're guessing that she's the one missing. So we all hang back. You break in on your own to look around. It looks like you're just being clumsy and her ego does the rest and she shows up and we deal with her. I look at Stuart for a second, thinking. Up to you, boss. <laughs> all right, Stuart, you take over surveillance. I'm gonna go in with, I'll just go in with my phone so I can text it thing. Crazy happens. Yeah, I let Simon know, all right. We're gonna go in with your plan. I'm gonna go in, Stuart's keeping an eye out. Contact Stuart if anything crazy happens on your end and he'll let me know. Yeah, I'm sure she'll drive her car over. So if we'll keep an eye on the car space and then when she gets out, we'll maybe attack her there before she even gets into her abode. Okay, the step out. I know I'll probably probably be caught on camera, but uh, you know, just acting normal. Okay. Let's see, is there, since it's a condo, I know it's a bit limited. I'm assuming the door is the main entry. What are the window situations looking like? There's windows, but she's up on the second floor. The only other doorway entrance is off of a patio. Right. I don't think I actually need to do that because I've got lock picking. And by lock picking, I mean break in. <laughs> Different game. <laughs> And so, uh, yeah, let's even let's even just use the front door. I know I know I'm trying to be noticed. So let's see if I can kind of casually work that lock. Okay, there's going to be two locks to go through. There's the main gate that is for all the residents, and then the one for her residence specifically. I'm debating whether I should just jump the gate. You can if you want to. That would be a different role. Yeah, you could do um, a Dex athletics role. It won't be that difficult for you. You're a vampire. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's just do that, because it's like, eh. Difficulty sixes, two successes. Okay, and I've got four for that, so. Okay. Might be a little risky. I, like, bang my knee on the gate and fall over. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking die. Okay, thank God. <laughs> I got an eight and a seven. All right, so, yeah, you hop the fence, and you can walk up to the doorway. All right. Just being nice and casual, you know, as I approach keeping an eye out for anybody like <laughs> rushing up to me being like what did you just do and yeah i guess i'll just approach the door is there anything weird about the door nothing looks weird it, it looks like a condo and there's obviously a security camera over the door all right but other than that it looks like a normal door so if you want to lock pick and go in then uh, do that you shall all right i shall so would I use my stealth, because that's where my break-in is, and 
Yeah, it's going to be your stealth and your dex. Okay, nice. All right, that's six. Yeah, difficulty is going to be sevens, two successes. It's not a really difficult lock, but... Ah, yes, it's almost like she planned for me to be here. Okay, yes, I got a nine, a seven, an eight, but I only needed two, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Or I needed three. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you open up the door. It's very Spartan inside. It's not very homey at all. This is very obviously not like what she did when she had you around where she tried to be motherly and make it look like that. This is really more a reflection of who and how she actually is. Yeah. Um, I'm looking around, uh, just kind of, I'm going to see if there's any, like, cause I can probably tell what's like set dressing, mm-hmm. but I want to see if there's like a, I don't know, a panel or something in the wall or a hatch in the floor. I'm going to look for something like that. Let's do an investigation roll. Let's do intelligence and investigation. Yay. Okay. Difficulty is just going to be sixes. All right, cool. All right, so that's five. (sighs) Looking around, keeping my ears open. I wonder how it smells. Does it smell like death? It doesn't smell like she brings anybody back here. You know, like it, it, it's very much a vampire condo. Like there's not even a fridge in there. It's just the, anything that would give the veneer of being human. The, the only thing that looks normal is from the entryway. Like when you first walked in, it looked kind of normal. But as you go in further, you realize that's just in case she has to open the door to a neighbor or something. Got it. Uh, mama. Oh, what am I doing? going for? Uh, how many successes? Two? Oh, just, just a six. Oh, j- but tell me how many successes you have. Okay. I've got two sevens and a nine. Okay. Out of my five. Okay, cool. So you're poking around and there is a laptop open on a desk. Okay. I'm going to, while, while keeping an ear out, let me look at that laptop. If there's anything interesting. And you suddenly hear a voice from the laptop go, welcome home, baby girl. And that's where we're going to end it. Oh my God. <laughs> Your mom's so much better than us. That level. Oh my Lord. <laughs> Well, thank you all for tuning in for Unquiet Blood Hellfire Episode 9. I have been and will continue to be Mac Beauvais, your GM. Uh, you can find me everywhere online as at Strange Like That, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, website, TikTok, etc., etc., ad nauseum. And let's see where we can find everybody else. Let's start with Pooja. Hi, I am Pooja, and you can find me on Twitter at LADACYGIRL. That's L-A-D-E-S-I girl and pretty much all the other socials is forgotten saves hear me play more ttrpgs you can find me on happy jacks rpg hello i am saint or saint spider and uh you can find me on twitter if you'd like to chat or just interact um and that is at uh saint spider tv that's s-a-i-n-t-s-p-i-d-e-r-t-v thank you hey i'm michelle and you can't find me anywhere i'm like a ghost (laughs) no (laughs) But if you do really want to find me, you can find me on Twitter at Mishulu. That's M-I-C-H-U-L-H-U. You can also find my music and Wes's 
amazing sound effects if you subscribe to the Plate Mail Games catalog through BattleBards. Hi, I'm Wes Otis, and you can find me at Plate Mail Games. You can find the show at 12 Side Stories, the number 12, and then Side Stories on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find us on our website, which is 12SideStories.com, all spelled out. If you want to watch us over on Twitch, we're usually streaming a game on Tuesdays or Mondays, depending on when everything's going on. If you go to our website or to Twitter, you can find all our links to all the different things so you can find out when we're going to be live on there. If you want to help out the podcast or the stream, you can just uh, join us over on Coffee and become a subscriber. You can also give us a shout out on social media. You could uh, throw a review at us, uh, some stars on a review, and that would be very helpful. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for running, Mac, and we will uh, talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.